0: something like this now you probably do it a little different because yes but and you're probably doing a little different from other Jewish communities yes okay so this is not only different uh, uh, melody between Samaritan and Jews but among the Jews there are different melodies too. Yes, yeah. but so you have a different I, kind of a pronunciation. Okay, so now we are speaking about the original melody because uh, scholars found the Samaritan music as the most ancient music in existence and it has no similarity with any music in, in existence. But I, I have to uh, forward uh, the attention of audience to the fact that the Samaritan version of the Torah is different from the Jewish version yes. of the Torah yes. and there are like 6,000 differentiation between the two versions but how we sing it <laughs>
1: Hi, Yeshua, Messiah. It is your host, Robert Randall, coming to you once again from the beautiful Rocky Mountains of Colorado Springs. I'd like to welcome you to Kadoshika Season 3, Holy Worship, Understand the Music of the Bible, the sounds behind the words of our Master, Yeshua the Messiah. The introduction that you just heard was by lead Samaritan scholar Benjamin Sadaka, showing the difference between Orthodox Jewish chant and that of the ancient Israelite Samaritan cantering this is going to be one of my favorite episodes probably out of every episode that i'll record for this series for this show and i'll I'll, i will detail that in just a moment i want to ask a quick word of prayer um after being a newly wedded uh husband to a gorgeous wife Uh, Upon return from our honeymoon we became quite sick with a cold-throat hybrid ailment So please be in prayer for my wife and I as we recover from that We Started the season three with the Babylonian culture and context uh, understanding the debate scholastically speaking from a certain from at least one of the debates in a very new Area of scholarship and detailed what the scales are and understanding of Babylonian music might have sounded like from an ancient perspective. This is our introduction to Hebraic culture and context in music. And I have the great pleasure to present to you the Samaritan community. Now the reason why this is my favorite episode, uh, probably gonna be my favorite two episodes, uh, depending on how much content we get through today, is because the Samaritans really don't have a very large window into the world. And frankly, they're a community that is going ever more extinct as the years draw on. Over the years that I have uh, investigated the Samaritans and understood their culture and and read their Torah, I have come to appreciate them as a people stuck between two cultures. If you noticed in the music in the book of Bereshit that uh, that Benjamin Sadaka was singing from, It sounds a hybrid of Hebrew and Arabic, and that essentially is where the culture of Samaritans is stuck between, is Palestine and Israel. If you would like the most up-to-date documentary on the Samaritans, I highly recommend you go to YouTube and look up The Samaritans, which was produced in 2018. It is a dying culture, and so to produce this episode is really an honor for me because it is a way for me to preserve history and the website of the for the israelite samaritans has not had an an official update since prior to the pandemic so who knows what has occurred since the covid19 pandemic has taken place that being said Um, We need to show grace to these people. I know that, especially in the West, either because of Christian Reformed understanding versus Catholicism, or Judaism versus Christianity, or just anything that feels like a cult, quote-unquote, people who believe differently than we believe or practice different uh, rituals um, than we do, we need to show grace. I don't think we show enough of that here in the West and for the people who are practicing samaritans they're loving their god shema or elohim as they know how and they are living out faith hope and love and loving god and loving their neighbor as themselves in the torah in the spirit of the torah and i don't think we can hold anything against them in that respect and as a nation of hebrews and believers who believe in the torah and believe in the love of our messiah yeshua and his grace that is ever present throughout the entire book of the bible Old Testament and New Testament, I think it's very important that we we keep in mind that we were probably once in their shoes and bondage to a, to a religious system as well. I know I've talked about that in past episodes from my own uh, past experience. So please be in prayer for the Samaritans. Pray that they would come to know the true Yeshua, the Messiah. And if you would like to know more about the Samaritan's Torah, I am producing a show that is in the works. I have a few uh, pilot episodes that are in podcast form for a show called The Three Torahs that I'm going to be doing uh, after Kadoshika is finished. If you'd like to listen to those, you can find them on your favorite podcast. Let me know what you think of the show. Um, Do you want to hear on Hebrew Nation Radio? Uh, Basically, it's going to be examining the Samaritan Torah, the Masoretic text, and the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Torah, its major differences and its similarities and its culture and context. If you think about what exactly the Samaritans are from a purely biblical historical understanding, they are the prophetic Israelite Understanding of the tribe of Joseph. They are a they are foreigners stuck in a Hebraic culture, just as Joseph was. He was a Hebrew stuck in an Egyptian culture. And he wasn't accepted. He wasn't accepted by the tribes of, of, of Israel until he was revealed. And that's essentially what you're getting with this w- w- with the Samaritans. And it's kind of sad really. It's much uh, the same. With other Jewish cultures that are, or, or other cultures, I should say, uh, um, that are wanting to move in either from Africa or other other areas of the world to go into Israel, uh, uh, Gentiles who are Messiah believing who want to go into Israel and and go to the Temple Mount and worship in the heartland of of where God's name is. So, I, I mean, really take some time uh, to appreciate. Uh, the Samaritans for who they are. Don't just take the the religious explanation that you were given uh, dependent upon your background, uh, religiously speaking as a Christian or an observant Jew. All right, let's delve into the worship of the Samaritans. Samaritan music is unique. Despite studies since the beginning of the 20th century, musicologists have found no similar music anywhere in the world. Its unique nature stems from its origins in ancient Israelite music. For scholars, it represents a link with an ancient music, which no longer exists. This is striking when we consider that the Samaritans lived under many different rulers and alongside many different peoples in Israel. Yet, no hint of foreign influence has been found in the music. There is no similarity between Samaritan music and Eastern, Western, Christian, or Asian or Asian music. The music thrills professional listeners when they when they hear it. Vocal music. Oh, um, this is from the Israelite Samaritan website, by the way. If you wish to follow along while I read this, you can go to israelite samaritanscom and click on the tab at the top menu titled Music Samaritan music is purely a cappella, with no instrumentals each generation of Israelite Samaritan people has passed the music down to the next they pass it on through prayer services at the synagogue every Sabbath and festival as well as through formal study After their regular school day, every Samaritan boy and girl studies for about an hour at the community center. They learn reading, liturgy, and poetry in ancient Hebrew and also in the Aramaic dialect still used today by Samaritans. In this way, the musical tradition is preserved. With its thousands of different songs and melodies, Samaritans sing it in prayer services and secular ceremonies, on the Sabbath and during festivals, and on joyous and somber occasions. Some of the songs have come down directly from ancient Israelite song. Others were written by Samaritan composers between 500 and and fifteen hundred CE. Samaritan music consists in part of variations and phrases, which are not amenable to conventional music notation. However, the rhythmic unity of the parts does make the uh, does make the notation of the scores ar- and arrangements feasible Musicologists have tried their hand at this, with varying degrees of success. Left and Right Singing We divide those who pray in the synagogue into two groups. Firstly, the Rightists, located on the right side of the synagogue. Secondly, the group on the left side of the synagogue, called the Leftists. And just for clarification, this has nothing to do with Western politics. There are prayer hymns with 22 stanzas, the number of letters in the Hebrew alphabet, each stanza having four short lines. The rightists begin singing the first verse, and when they reach the beginning of the third line, the leftists begin to sing the second stanza, all the cargans continue singing to the end of the hymn, each side singing its own verses. The rightists singing the odd-numbered stanzas, while the leftists sing the even-numbered stanzas. The cantor of the synagogue always joins the ricists. Trills, adding syllables not in the text. Trills are a special characteristic of Samaritan music. The singers perform a given version of a song, but embellish it with many syllables not found in the text. In this way, singers may echo. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> in this way, singers may extend. The uh, may extend two words for over two minutes by adding a variety of syllables and trills. For example, we sing the word Kamu from the ancient Hebrew verse. Yaradu bamasot Kamu Kamu eben and that's from Exodus 15 verse 5. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to, to phonetically sing this as they would sing it. Okay, I, I, I can't sing it. I'm sorry. There's way too many vowels in between, and I, I don't get the flow of it. But <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I I'm gonna try this again. <laughs> okay, that, that's as good as I'm gonna get it. I I, I it's it's hard to follow because you have you have Maybe an A and a U and then a short W and then like five O's. It, it, it's, it's a very unique thing. Um, I, I highly suggest that you visually read this article while, uh, <laughs> while I'm attempting to sing this because it really gives a, an appreciation for the fact of how difficult uh, that this type of cantering can be. Singing a given text with a variety of melodies. We sing many texts with different melodies, according, according to the occasion, secular Sabbath, festival, or pilgrimage. For example, we can sing the Song of the Sea with more than 10 different melodies. Closing the circle, the enormous interest of scholars led to the, to the formation of the Samaritan Singers. In 1980, this choir began to take part in concerts and festivals in Israel, Europe, and the United States. The choir performed at the annual Musica Sacra Internationale Festival in Europe and the Fifth World Symposium of Choral Music in Rotterdam in 1999. The choir appeared in, in, Mark, in, in Mark Toberdorf, and the and Usnabruch in 1992, Tokyo in 2005, as well as New York, Paris, and Berlin, following one of these, uh, as well as New York, Paris, and Berlin. Following one of these, a musicologist approached the conductor and introduced uh, and, and, and introduced herself to them. Moved by the music, and with tears in her eyes... She explained that she was a member of an international research team. The team had been trying to formulate the common music of the future, extrapolating from the musical forms known today. To her great surprise, the ancient sounds that she heard in Samaritan singing passed down through more than than 130 generations were very similar to sounds formulated by the team. All right, brethren, so that is Samaritan worship in a nutshell. And really the, the culmination of the article itself details that the opening of the bicentennial uh, celebration for the United States um, at a major festival had the Samaritan singers open for that particular event. Very, very, very neat. And there's tons of examples of worship. I've only picked two. One is the Song of the Sea. It's not the full uh, Torah portion, by the way. It's an excerpt that I found in a video. And the other is the Congregational Worship on Shabbat. So let's take a listen to the Song of the Sea first, and listen to the soloist open, and then The rest of the chorus joins
0: in. (laughs)
1: So that was the Song of the Sea. Sounds completely different than what you would expect from a typical Hebraic Israelite congregation. Now we're going to listen to a traditional right-left singing congregation on Shabbat. And this took a while to find within the Israelite Samaritan YouTube archives, but I did find it... I believe this was either in 2013 or 2016. So remember, the way in which this works is that the high priest chants the first three lines of the Torah portion, and then the right side of the congregation begins singing, and then the rest of the congregation joins in. Now, they sing to Shema with intense fervor. Uh, I, I I would equate... Um, uh, they're singing to that that of Judaic Pentecostalism is what's what I will call it, um Israelite Pentecostalism. So take a listen to this and just feel the power of the worship as they sing the Torah. Uh, it, it really is something to listen to. Granted, it's not the prettiest vocals to listen to, but it definitely they they definitely make, a joyful, powerful noise from the very core of their being to worship Shema. Take a listen to this now. brethren so that was just a small portion of a very long Torah chanting uh, for the Torah portion for that Sabbath now there were two different videos that showed two two different angles of that congregational worship and as far as I could tell only the men were singing I did not see any women uh, as far as I saw from from the video for the length of the videos that I watched um, that were singing in the back of the congregation. Now, we need to be in prayer, as I said again, for the Samaritan community. They are a dying community who fervently love Shema as they understand him in the Torah. And they have not made any updates, as I said, to their website or any of their media prior to the 2021 pandemic of COVID-19. So please be in prayer for the estranged sons of Joseph. We don't fully understand how the kingdom of God is gonna manifest in terms of all the tribes coming together in the end times, We but we need to be in prayer, irregardless, because these people need to know the love, the grace, and the hope of a resurrection in Yeshua, the Messiah. And so we need to be in prayer for them. In the midst of putting this podcast together, Our distributor, Anchor, and Spotify teamed together to create a new technology called video podcasting. So naturally, I took advantage of it and created an introductory video for holy worship, understanding the music of the Bible, which you can view on our Spotify podcast page. Share it with your friends. You get to see yours truly, talk about the origins of the show, some ancient musical instruments, and give a a talk about how the show came to be and its contribution to this unique area of Bible study and music history, as well as a preview for the Three Torahs podcast, which will have a lot more video content and will be a subscription-based podcast. Finally, I'd like to thank everyone who listens to us on Heber Nation Radio and the Heber Nation app. Heber Nation Radio, building a nation, not denomination. We are not here without your treasured prayers and financial support on the air. Thank you to Phil, Roland, and everyone in Oregon who keeps us on the air and keeps this message going out to the gospel of the kingdom. Also, thank you for Johnny Johnson and his team at Intervision.fm in Denver, Colorado. Thank you for giving a place for those with visual impairments and blindness to be able to just to distribute their music, podcasts, and be radio DJs for the greater blind community in Colorado. I'd like to thank also everyone who's left reviews on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes. Podchaser and various other platforms. Those of you who have left your feedback and ratings, we greatly appreciate it. Sharing the show with your friends and loved ones. That's what gets this great content out uh, to everyone to understand this unique Bible study and this unique area of music history. So we thank you for your feedback and your ratings. Also, Hog Samaiak. We just celebrated Passover and are nearing the end of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Looking forward to that glorious day. Of celebrating the wedding feast of Shavuot when the Holy Spirit comes and writes and illuminates us for the future ahead with the gifts of the greater body of Yeshua Messiah may his wisdom and direction guide us in these ever darkening days I pray that you all would have a beautiful and blessed Shabbat Shalom in Yeshua's name I'm Robert Randall signing out Shalom brethren